The purpose of this podcast is to educate and inform. It is no substitute for professional care by your doctor or your qualified healthcare professional. Never disregard or delay professional medical advice because of something you've heard on this podcast or in any linked material. Guests who speak on this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Dr. Shirley neither endorses nor opposes any particular opinion discussed on this podcast. The views expressed on this podcast have no relation to those of any academic, hospital, practice, institution, or other entity with which Dr. Shirley may be affiliated. Welcome to Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty. This podcast is curated by Dr. Shirley Medea, MD, as the definitive source of holistic wellness through beauty. Noxie, you are clearly an advocate for women and invested in women's success. Which women have inspired you, whether past, historical, or present? Oh, my goodness. Who has inspired me? I have to say, you know, not even historical women, but just women that I have known who have overcome so much. Uh, I, I lost a dear friend to cancer a few years back and watching her keep the hope alive while she struggled through debilitating sickness. Oh my gosh. Talk about giving you some real perspective about what's important in life and watch someone go through all of that and still love so much and still find joy and peace and comfort in the little things. It just, that impacts me deeply, you know, to see, to see the power of women. She lost her battle with cancer, but I could list off a hundred more women that I know who have overcome in incredible odds to just not only survive, ultimately, you know, thrive in their lives. And that's, that rhymed, <laughs> but I'm just blown away by all women, girl. I mean, the fact that that we have to live through what we do and with a smile on our faces, you know. And I, I could be talking about our monthlies, or I could be talking about everything else. But yeah. I mean, we are incredible, powerful, freaking goddesses on this planet. And I love, you know, like I said earlier, I would not be who I am in life or career without women who believed in me and nurtured my talent and nurtured my little spirit. And I just, I'm blown away by women. I think they are incredible and boundless in this world. And let's speak to that. You and I met technically through the We Suite or, you know, the We Network, right? Women in Entrepreneurship. Shout out to Dee Poku, who has created an avalanche of the most incredible women, not only women who do, but women who get things done. So in being part of this network, how, how has the network served you? Because I know you definitely contribute to the network. So how has it served you? How have, how have these women supported you? I think I've only been a part of it for a little over a year at this point. And just having the ability to commiserate with other executives who you know, have been through the same struggles that we have, like our small group meetings, 
anytime we had the ability to all get together and just share, even though we're all from different industries, we all do wildly different things. There are just these, these ties that bind us all. And it's thing to know, getting to be heard by other women, to know alone. And especially, you know, this past year in the middle of a pandemic, <laughs> to know that you are not alone in your struggles and yeah. that, oh, oh, you're having this issue. Well, I had this issue five years ago and this is how I dealt with it. Maybe that can help you. Um, and the overwhelming support that everyone gave me when I announced set for success, you know, it's just, we need cheerleaders sometimes. We need a support system, especially when you're the oddball in your family <laughs> that no one really understands. It's nice to be around other women who champion you and that we have the ability in turn to also champion. Um, yeah. And I think one of my favorite stories from uh, our we, we Women is Dawn Davis being named yes. editor-in-chief of Bon Appetit like in this past year. And that is just, it's historical, it's groundbreaking. And hopefully she and I, we've been chatting about hopefully getting to work together in a photography perspective, but man, what a badass, you know? Yeah. And just constantly women are achieving great things, which I think in turn challenges us again to be better and to grow and to do more and to, to just put better things out into the world. And it's, it's so inspiring to yeah. be around them. I love it. And I'm very grateful and honored to be a part of that community. Yeah. Yeah. So am I. Happy to have, happy to have you, <laughs> if I can say that. Um, so these times remain absolutely exceptional, extraordinary, and obviously still precautionary. How have you maintained your art and your creativity over the past several months? And how would you uh, suggest for someone else to find inspiration and to nourish their own creativity. So how have you maintained it? And what would you suggest to some of us who are, are needing to find inspiration? There's so much inspiration just readily available in the world. I am such a huge nature hog. I love being outside, being in nature. Um, there are so many gifts that nature has to give us and teach us um, and taking the time to do that, taking the time to slow down. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I've been calling uh, the pandemic, the great pause. And I'm yeah. actually kind of grateful for some of that, you know, to, for, from being such a type a overachieving, you know, nonstop worker woman, it was, it was a blessing in disguise to be forced to slow down and rest a bit this past year. Um, and man, do I value that so much. Yeah. You know, I, I had more time to meditate. I had more time to ground. Um, I'm a Virgo, so I'm definitely, while my mind is always racing and I'm always trying to achieve, I, I learned the, the lesson this year that you do have to rest and recuperate. Mm -hmm. Otherwise your fatigued mind can't be creative. You know, that, that creative well runs dry if you don't refresh it. So um, I love getting out in nature. That's a huge inspiration for me. Um, I also 
think your environment is really important when it comes to creativity. I, I wish I could take you on a tour of my home because you would see that this is just another art project to me, yes. you know, but everything has meaning and value and is my canvas. But when it's cluttered, and overrun mm -hmm. and there's stuff running out of the cabinets and closets like that is oppressive to my creativity. So I think for for all of us out there, a very accessible step to take would be to declutter mm -hmm. your life, you know, get that Marie Kondo in here <laughs> <laughs> and decide if it sparks joy or not. And if it doesn't spark joy, it needs to go because then you actually have like the energetic room to create something new and to call that in. Um, so yeah, decluttering is a huge one. Getting out in nature, deep breaths, continuing, you know, gardening. We just, we don't get in the dirt much anymore. You know, that's probably why our immune systems are terrible and we're all getting this virus. <laughs> you know? Like we gotta like get in the dirt, garden, take your shoes off. You know, if you live in a big city, find a green space to go to. And get that beautiful charge from the earth that only like the ground can give you. So I think all of those things are really inspiring. And also while you're decluttering your house, declutter your social media too. Go through and do a social media detox and get rid of all the stuff that <clears throat> doesn't light you up on your social media and fill your feed with beauty and inspiration. And like, for me, I love beautiful landscapes, yes. <laughs> beautiful landscape photography, photos of, you know, the kind of Pinteresty photos of just very cozy scenes and firesides and starry nights and, you know, whatever it is that lights you up and makes you feel excited and kind of raises your vibration in that way. Make that all you see on social media. It does not need to be something that feeds your resentment or comparison. None of that. Get rid of all of that. And, you know, also take a break from social media. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Only go to that every now and then when you want to and you feel like you're in a good head space. But, you know, taking a break from all the screens and the online, it'll only do you good. It's okay to be still and it's okay to be quiet and it's okay to eat a meal without your phone blaring in your face. <laughs> Excellent. Well, clearly, as a Virgo, especially, beauty inspires you and you gravitate towards it. And, and I'm not a Virgo, I'm an Aries, but I love beauty and I gravitate towards it as well. So let's talk about a little bit of beauty, some of your personal beauty. Um, how do you define beauty? Yes, beauty. Beauty, I, I mean, it, it informs so much of my life because yeah. of what I do, you know, and just the kind of person that I am. It's, you know, it's so important to me. Right behind my computer right here, I have this little centerpiece on my marble dining table that is like crystals, like this stack of crystals and fresh lavender from my garden oh. and these pink candles. And it just, it makes me so happy and these brass candle holders from my grandmother. And, you know, it's just this beautiful feminine little little snapshot of a much bigger picture in my home. But I, I crave beauty, you know, and I crave, I crave that in my surroundings. My home is very important to me. But even for myself, um, 
you know, I, I like to look good. I love like, I love dressing up. That's why the sweatpants 2020 was, was hard for me because I was still trying to be cute at home, even though no one else was here. <laughs> but for me, more than anything, you know, beauty has to start on the inside and it works its way out. Like, and I bet you see this a lot in your, in your practice, but you can get all the surgery you want on your outside form. But if you are still ugly on the inside, you will never be satisfied with what you see on the outside. So, I mean, anyone who has walked this planet for more than five minutes probably has some kind of trauma, <laughs> probably <laughs> has something they need to work on. Yeah. And, you know, even with my, my business coaching clients, I, I say before we even like, I'm glad that we have a six week time period together because in all of that time, if the only thing we talk about is your mindset and your deservingness and your self-worth, I will feel good about that. You have the modules, you have the homework, you can do that on your own, but yeah. we have to get people, we have to get ourselves into a state of the, you know, true beauty of self-love and deservingness and enough, like I am enough. And then that radiates, you know, when someone is truly comfortable in their own skin, you can tell, and you are so drawn to that, like a moth to the flame. I am at least, I'm just like, what are you having? Cause I'll, I want some of that. <laughs> yeah. They're vibrating. <laughs> just, yeah. It I has to start. Amen. Amen. And, and it's contagious, you know, yeah. and, and the, the longer you spend with people like that, the more you start believing in yourself. Mm -hmm. I always tell people like, no, don't, don't take my course unless you are ready to love yourself and see yourself the way I do. Cause I see all of the depth and all of the potential in a person. And I do everything I can to nurture that out of them. But, um, you know, when they're paying me to not like in life. I don't, no. I don't need to be nobody's mama, <laughs> but yeah, beauty is, as, as always beauty is in the eye of the beholder, but the way I behold beauty is a person's soul and, um, you know, just their, their loveliness. And if we're talking actual physical beauty, I'm so much more drawn to an interesting face than a, mm. a traditionally beautiful face. Mm. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Make like sense. I, I have no interest. I have no interest in like the Barbies that all look the same. I like <laughs> what I, I can't even see you. That's so boring to me. Yeah. But if you have like, if your nose is too big or if your eyes are like too far apart or your smile is crooked, I love that. I, that's so much character to someone's face and someone's story and, you know, um, Leonard Cohen has a quote, there are cracks in everything. That's how the light gets in. Yes. I just, I love that so much. And that's how I feel about our, our quote unquote flaws and imperfections are yeah. actually the things that make me love someone even more. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I always tell I, my cousin, Andrew, he rest in peace. He was my absolute person. He was my cousin, my best friend from birth, he passed away tragically last year. Um, and actually set for success is dedicated to Andrew because he always encouraged me go for my dreams, no matter what they were, no matter what anyone thought of me, no matter how outlandish it seems, he was always like, you got to do it. You have to be you put it out there, put it out there. 
-hmm. But um, he, bless his heart, had a little, he was a little unlucky in love, you know, because he just, he made bad choices when it came to women. And after one particular breakup, I said, Andrew, for all of the reasons that that woman was not right for you, and all of the things that she said you did wrong are the exact reasons that who you are meant to be with will love you. Like, mm. all I mean, think about that for a second. Yeah. You're, you're too loud. You're too boisterous. You're too loving. You're too whatever. Someone will love you for exactly those things. So just, you know, stick it out and wait and continue to be your authentic, beautiful, loving self. And eventually you will find that person. So beauty, beauty for, that's a very long-winded way of saying <laughs> that beauty is authenticity and it's a soul condition and it's, it's so much deeper. It goes yeah. so much deeper than just the level of your skin for me. Yeah, beauty. I, I agree. Beauty is definitely deep. And um, although it can be superficial, there is an aspect to it that it, it's just part of the definition of beauty that goes well beyond the surface. But back to a couple of surface things, just for ha-has. If I were to look into your, you described that you have this beautiful, you know, this beautiful marble table and these crisp, this crystal and lavender arrangement and the candlesticks from your grandmother. So if I were to take a peek into your beauty cabinet, um, what would I find? Like, what is, what do you have a lot of? <laughs> Skincare. So yeah. you see me, we're on a little video right now. I don't wear much makeup. I mean, it's really, I love skincare. And I yeah. started early and continue often with that. So, um, and feel free to tell me any of your tips and tricks as well. But <laughs> I use... <laughs> Girl, I do a morning session and an evening session. Yeah. I gua sha as well um, to keep that lymphatic going. Yes. Um, but yeah, I use Osea. I use Osea skincare. Um, I also use Epicurin. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I switch through all of them. Mm -hmm. Oh gosh, what's the other one? It's not Elements. I can't remember the other one. It's like a huge brand that you would definitely know. But you know, our we get our skin gets used to stuff, so yeah. we have to cycle through. I kind of alternate, you know, the combinations. I'll put rosehip oil in this one yeah. for a few days, and then go to something else just to keep yeah. it keep it fresh. But yeah, when you open my cabinets, it is just skincare for days because that's <laughs> that is now my favorite thing to do. You obviously have a beauty routine, morning and evening. Now, has that routine changed at all during the during the pandemic, at least? Were there things that you had that you removed or things that you didn't have that you've added, especially in these past lockdown months? Sure. Um, and this is more of like a head to toe thing. Um, I am taking more frequent hot Epsom salt baths. Um, oh. I also, I deal with, uh, some chronic pain. Uh, obviously, photography is a very physical job. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I was blessed. I was blessed with an extra vertebrae and a little scoliosis and a bulging disc. Okay. Um, so it is super important for me to stay fit and healthy so that I can have longevity in my career. And part yeah. of that is a very intense deep tissue massage every other week. Mm -hmm. But I have added those Epsom salt baths 
to my routine because I there's just something about it that is so calming and detoxing and relaxing. You're sweating. Um, I, you know, you have all your different salts and mustard seeds and whatever you want to throw in there, um, for, to help with the detox, but that helps when you bring your stress level down, that helps with your outward beauty as well. That helps your skin respond better. Um, I'm already drinking tons of water because I just naturally, naturally love water, but, um, there's something about that kind of bathtub baptism that is so renewing and refreshing to my body that I, I swear the next day, my, my skin is just glowing and it just looks even better. I would agree with that assessment, at least by video, this video consultation. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm 37. I'm I'm looking at 40. (laughs) Good for you. It's working. It's working. Nazi. Thank you. And you know what? I don't want to hate on anyone who feels like they need to surgically enhance themselves because trust me, after I have kids, I'm coming for the (laughs) mommy. I'm coming in for that. I will welcome you. (laughs) So we are coming to a close of this fabulous interview. This has been amazing. Thank you. My last two questions. Um, Second to last is what one beauty product can you absolutely not live without? Literally on a desert island, (laughs) I will have to have stick. Okay. I have to have moisture on my lips. Yeah. It'll wake me up in the middle of the night if my, (laughs) if my chapstick goes away. (laughs) I I just, I'm so, (laughs) I am an absolute slave to that. So desert Island, I don't need matches. I don't need water jugs. I need chapstick and I'll figure it out. I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. The last question is the quintessential fab five. I'm actually going to remove my blue blockers for this because I'm going to take notes on your fab five. So what are your top five recommendations for living a holistically beautiful, and if you want, creative life. I'm ready when you are. All right. Uh, The first one has to be, and this was another, you know, as I mentioned, a gift from last year. It has to be to slow down, Mm. to literally stop and smell the roses. Because if you are constantly in a state of rushing forward, you are missing everything around you that is just begging for your acknowledgement, you know, and and just for you to feast your eyes upon that beauty that is just right there in front of you. So number one, slow down, take those deep breaths, be able to actually be present in a moment so that you can see the beauty that's already there. Um, My my second fab five is be kind to your body. (laughs) We only have one. We only have one body. And unfortunately so many women, you know, we are conditioned to want different bodies than the ones we have. And we start at a young age abusing that body and trying to change it and trying to make it fit into a box that is not meant for that. And I just, I crave deep loving body acceptance for, for all the women out there and potential gentlemen who may be listening to this, but just some practical ways that we can love our bodies hydrate. Absolutely. Uh, do that skincare as I was talking about, um, move your body exercise. 
it's because you can, not because you have to. Mm. What a joyful gift it is for us to be able to go on a walk with our dog or do the Zumba class in the living room or whatever <laughs> it is that you like to do. Imagine if you lost the ability to do that. If you were on a ventilator in a COVID ward of a hospital, like you would wish you were out running a 5K right now. So while you have the ability and by doing so will thus extend, you know, your lifetime ability to be able to move your body, just do it, you know? And while you're at it, fuel that body and fuel that movement with whole, beautiful, colorful food that your body craves. I mean, if we get to the point to where we can actually intuitively eat and just listen to that body intuition of what it's craving, I mean, we would all be so much, so much healthier. <laughs> um, but yeah, the colorful foods, take your hot baths and go to bed, y'all go to bed. <laughs> it is your body needs rest. Your mind needs rest. Like get in there. If, if you're not good at, at taking that time, make your bed the oasis that you need it to be. Make it so comfortable and cozy and change out all your light bulbs to make them really dim, you know, whatever the opposite of blue light is. <laughs> um, just make it your little oasis and actually give your body the rest it needs. Um, so number three, yeah, I know these are kind of long-winded, but number three, they're important. Yes. Practice gratitude for what is, and don't be so focused on what you lack. You know, as we talked about that vibration earlier, if you're constantly dwelling in that lack vibration, you will continue to attract lack into your life. So, you know, I was personally having a bit of a hard time last week, just state of the world, you know, it kind of gets to me sometimes just having a rough day. And I literally had to take it down to studs, as I like to call it, and just look around me and be grateful for that thing. Dear God, I am so grateful for my amazing dog. I am yeah. so grateful for this book I'm reading and what it, what it is adding to my life right now. I'm so grateful that I have my refrigerator, you know, find gratitude for those simple little things and you'll see those larger blessings come in. You know, in my mind, the universe does not need this from us, but in my mind, it's like, yes, once you actually are grateful for what is those bigger abundant blessings will come to you. So gratitude that will shift your perspective almost immediately and, you know, change your mind and change your vibration. Oh, did we freeze again? I think we froze again. Oh, are you still there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did you lose you again? Okay, sorry, it froze. Yeah. Oh, okay. Did I freeze or did you did I lose completely? It was just frozen, but then oh, you bounced no, back. So we're good. You know, when I freeze, I'm still here. So I'm sorry. So, um, Fela, we'll pick up from okay. um, you have an amazing dog. Okay. Or just um, pick up actually, yes. pick up from number three. Okay. Oh, okay, not so good. Start. Just start off by saying my number three is. Okay. I'll go over again. Oh, sorry. So, number three is 
practice gratitude for what is and don't be so focused on what you lack. You know, uh, we were talking about the vibrations earlier. If you constantly stay in that lack vibration, you'll just continue to draw more lack into your life. It's the law of attraction. You know, I'm not, I didn't make it up. It's science. <laughs> so if we are able to really focus and practice gratitude for what we already have, you know, for example, last week, I was having just kind of a bummer week, you know, just the state of the world and everything that was going on in our country was really getting me down. And I had to what do what I call taking it down to studs, where I just kind of took a step back from my life. Instead of focusing on this huge, big picture, I zeroed in on this moment right here. And I looked around just to see what I could be grateful for in this moment. And of course, the first thing I saw was my amazing dog. Super grateful for Edie. She's such a precious companion. And I'm so grateful for this book I'm reading, you know, that's really nourishing my mind right now. And I'm so grateful for the healthy food in my refrigerator. And just these simple little things, taking a moment to say out loud, that I was grateful for them, it changed my mood entirely. You know, just a, a smile and a gratitude expression will absolutely change your day. And my God, is it more necessary than ever right now to have that, that gratitude practice? And, you know, write it down if you're so inclined, because when your brain sees your own handwriting, it really, really solidifies that um, as fact. You know, that gratitude is fact. So, Put it, put it down in a journal. Then number four, I have get out in nature. I know I've been talking about this so much, but nature is such a beautiful healer, you know? Um, step away from your devices and go breathe that fresh air. If you're near a mountain, go to the mountain. If you're near a lake, go to the lake, ocean, wherever, wherever calls to you um, and feel the breeze on your face, you know? Um, my my passion outside of work is riding horses. So as often as I can, I go down to the stable and I have to focus all of my attention on this giant majestic creature that could kill me at any time. <laughs> but it is just the most rewarding relationship that I have, you know, and I am present in that moment. And it's a very primal thing to do, you know, to ride a horse. So it's, it's a nice escape from this very technological world that we live in and being in nature and, you know, feeling the sweat run down my face and watching the sunset from the back of a horse is, I feel so connected. I feel so close to God. I feel so close to myself and I feel so close to my, my potential when I'm out there. So um, just being in nature in any way that makes sense for you guys um, is a huge one. And then number five might actually be my favorite. Um, and yes. It is to laugh, oh. to laugh as much as possible. I swear, when I, I just got back from a socially distanced glamping trip <laughs> with my friends <laughs> over the weekend, and I'm not kidding, I lost about five pounds from laughing. <laughs> I mean, your cortisol disappears and you yeah. get that serotonin dopamine rush it's just, it is good for the soul. My face still hurts from all the <laughs> laughter, um, but it'll keep you young. It'll keep you happy. It's just the 
the greatest gift. And if you don't have access to friends or funny people, like listen to comedians that light you up, you know, find things to laugh about. Even if you're laughing at yourself, I do that quite a bit too. But yes. laughter in my mind is truly the best medicine, um, especially in combination with all of these other, you know, my fab five tricks. Yes. For just and they a, are a beautiful, yes. healthy life. Yes. And they are. I know fabulous. it's nothing groundbreaking. It doesn't have it's to be groundbreaking. It's nothing anyone hasn't heard before. No, it, it doesn't have to be anything groundbreaking. It has to be what rings true for you. And that's what makes them not only, you know, authentic, um, but also, you know, heartfelt and, and totally usable and applicable. So thank you, Noxie, yeah. for a fabulous interview on the Forever Fab podcast. I am so grateful for your time, your creativity, your beauty, which obviously radiates from within and, and just is, is spread out, fills the whole room, mine included, fills the room. Oh my goodness. It was so lovely getting to speak with you. And I hope that our paths get to cross, you know, in the wee suite at some point. Most definitely. And I can't wait to hear this. I was, I was listening to, um, your New Year's-ish episode about letting go last night. Oof. And I was just like, this is my girl. This is my <laughs> girl right here. Like everything you said, I was like, check, check. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. That was a deep, that was a deep one for me because I actually got emotional during that podcast because it was just the process of just having to think about letting go and some of the things that I mentioned having to let go. Oh my gosh. I was, I was like, okay, you can't cry on this podcast. It's supposed to be positively affirming. Yeah. But that was a deep one. Thank you for listening. And thank you out there for listening to this week's episode of the forever fab podcast. For more information about the fabulous Noxie and her offerings, visit her at setforsuccess.win, hashtag winning. And um, follow up, follow her also on IG at noxie.nox. Now, noxie.nox, are the O's zeros or just O's? They are zeros, yes. Um, the I guess there's another Noxie Knox out there who already got the Instagram name. So it's, there's only one Knox. They need Nox to give it to me. baby. <laughs> Thank I you agree. again. <laughs> Thank you again, Noxie. Thank you. It was my pleasure. I really appreciate you having me on here, and it was an honor to speak with you today. The honor is mutual. So as always, if you like this episode of the Forever Fab podcast, please share it and subscribe to the feed. And for, for, for holistic, excuse me, for holistic, holistic beauty tips or to set up an appointment with me and discuss strategies to come back even stronger and even more fabulous than ever, please go to elementsandgraces.com and sign up for my newsletter. And for an online e-consultation on time, anytime on your time, visit clicklift.com for your wellness, plastic surgery, and beauty suggestions on the go. And that's click-lift.com. Thank you for listening to this week's Forever Fab episode. Thank you, Noxie, for spending this time with me today. Until next time, stay beautiful inside and out. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Forever Fab, the podcast on fashion, the art of living, and all things beauty, curated by Dr. Shirley Madir, MD. Live beautifully and help make the world a more beautiful place.